0: I'm your book I'm Matt and I'm Jim we're here to take you on a journey through the years as we explore the music in our lifetime and the impact it's had on us and the world we've lived in welcome to version hey we're not doing that this time oh yeah old
1: habits well it's that time again we need to do some housekeeping welcome to the cleanup
0: yeah it's getting a little messy around here this playlist is becoming a beast and like all playlists it's time for some songs to go Playlist should be alive and not set in stone. We kicked around some ideas for this cleanup, and we're going to add some new ones, but we felt like it was time to kick some to the curb. The twist? Jim nominated five of my songs to get rid of,
1: and I chose 10 of his. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No, you're
0: not taking 10 there, buddy. Oh, come on. But I may admit, I, I've probably been compulsive at times, adding a song or three that I'd change if I could, and something tells me we may need some negotiations.
1: Oh yeah, I've had my share of impulse buys as well. It's just like all playlists. Some songs, they lose their shine over time or maybe feel out of place as soon as you hear them. And besides losing five songs, that's a drop in the bucket.
0: We thought it would be fun to make it interactive and have the listeners choose which songs we would eliminate. So we put 10 out on our Facebook group page and the top five got the hook. As we were preparing this show and discussing what we were going to do, we actually did this poll before we put version 2022 up live and Matt, (laughs) one of your songs only made it a week it will go on for 2022 and it will come off the following week
1: we can take it off as soon as we're done people probably didn't even hear one of your songs that's okay. I'm a big boy. I can take it. <laughs> uh, having the poll out before we recorded the show, it certainly made planning this version different and hopefully a little different listening experience because we can talk about the aftermath a little, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you go in depth right now instead of just a post on the Facebook page.
0: Yeah. But there's one more twist to this version. There's another side to the house cleaning that we didn't tell you about. We
1: asked ourselves, is it fair that we should be the only ones to have to say goodbye to songs? No matter how weak they may be, no matter how little consideration was put into
0: some of them, should the listener's poll be spared of this fate? No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit that some of the audience choices haven't been the greatest either. That's probably my fault because I make the poll each week and I should think twice (laughs) about what songs I'm putting up there. And I often go to the charts and throw up some popular, more well-known songs because I think people are going to be more apt to interact with us because they're pop songs. And that's really why they're there for people to listen to, but that might not always be the best idea. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You know that? Yeah. There have been some questionable choices and I wondered why you put those up, but I'm not going to be too harsh. I don't expect you to comb through a year's worth of material for the poll and you know, fatigue be damned. We can't neglect the hits. Mm -hmm. As we say at the beginning of the show, you know, these are the songs that had the biggest impact at the time. And we understand sometimes people don't have time to go and look through and nominate songs on their own. That's fine. This should be work. This this is supposed to be fun.
0: It is supposed to be fun. And we have had songs added by the audience that have been fantastic. And some songs I have never really heard before that got enough votes to get onto the list. And I've really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, yeah. but don't be alarmed. We're only going to remove one song a piece from the poll. We'll, tr- we'll try to give you a good reason. And if you want to send us hate mail after the show, well, we probably deserve it.
0: <laughs> this just changes things up a little bit. We can't keep beating the same themes to death. And I think this is going to be a little more fun. The poll has been closed for a while now. And though people have been able to see the results, we're going to go through all the nominations and which ones we pulled from the playlist. So it's time for the sting. Matt, would you like to go first? I, I sure. think I'm a, I'm a big boy too. I can handle this. What, what five songs of mine did you want to see erased from the playlist?
1: Okay. I don't think I went to your soul with these songs, but okay. So I chose mm-hmm. life and technicolor by Coldplay. Okay. Swerve city by the Deftones. Mm-hmm. John Mayer's new light. <laughs> Miley Cyrus's party in the USA in 46 days from fish.
0: Okay. Your your choices sound like they belong in the haters club. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair enough, I, I can see how they struggle to kind of fit in. I, I picked the Coldplay song because I liked the video. It doesn't mean that it should be on the playlist. The John Mayer tune, that was a last minute grab when I was searching through that year. The Fish song was fun to play in a band I was in. But in retrospect, I've never gone back to actually listen to it. And the Deftones, all right, hands up. I've never owned anything by them. I've probably listened to them on a playlist here or there, but I've never been a huge fan. And I think I was just trying to make a point about the sound and the influence on the future of new metal. But I do think the Miley Cyrus song is great. I don't care if she annoys people. She annoys me. But Party in the USA is a great pop song, and I'll always stand by that statement.
1: Yeah, you know, only three of those, I think, are in the haters club. Coldplay, 100%. I love that video. Mm-hmm. And I, it kind of made me think I was okay with the song too, <laughs> until I just listened to the song on its so own. Like no, because that video is really creative with the Punch and Judy puppets, you know, and mm-hmm. all that stuff's kind of endearing. Same with New Light. In the end, it's John Mayer. I have a love hate thing with him. I absolutely mm-hmm. think he's incredible. He's talented. He can totally shred on the guitar, but I kind of put him in with Eric Clapton. You know, undoubtedly, extremely talented. But he has songs like this with no life. It almost sounds like he's holding back and he knows he could completely blow us away every time he put out a song, but we're not worth it. So so that's kind of a John Mayer with me. Miley Cyrus is a double-edged sword. Yes, it's annoying, but I respect that you like having songs like that in your life. But the vocals are so upfront. It just, again, if you kind of like, I think I said this about Jingle Bell Rock in our Christmas episode, it feels like I'm being yelled at. (laughs)
0: for four minutes
1: you know those are definitely in the haters club the others deftones same with you i've never really been able to connect with them i do have a perceived connection with new metal and that could be where it's coming from with me i know they are kind of more of a precursor to that Mm -hmm. so sorry yeah i am a little bit biased against them maybe i'll get past it one day (laughs) but fish fans sorry i'll choose my words carefully because They're a Vermont band. And I think it's awesome. They got so huge and so many people enjoy them. Yeah. You know, I'll try not to use a hundred words when fewer will suffice, but (laughs) I find the majority of their music forgettable. And I've added a Trey song on the playlist and I love it and I hope it can stay. It's just a jam band thing for me. And I also wonder if there were some dead fans out there that were maybe pushing for that one to get off the
0: list. I think so. When I put the list up, I think right away, Coldplay and Fish got the first two <laughs> votes right out of the bat. And one of my good friends who's a dead fan was the first to vote on the Fish song. Oh, really? Yeah, so well, that's 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 his feeling. That's fine. And that's why we put oh, that yeah. poll there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
1: All right, so so now, now it's your turn. Let's, uh, let's hear it. What are the songs of mine that are up for Termination?
0: Well, the first one isn't even on the playlist yet. And that's (laughs) Wet Legs Chase Lounge. Did you gag while you were saying that? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. With our pre-recorded shows, this song had the chance to get voted off the list before it even got added. So I just think that's hilarious. And I think there's a shared sentiment between myself and some of the audience because I noticed some (laughs) of the votes that were there. The second is Harry Nilsson, Me and My Arrow. Look. I like Harry Nilsson a lot. I really don't have anything to say bad about him, but I can think of three to four of his songs that belong on the playlist before this one. It's good, but I don't think it's as brilliant as his other work. And I would rather people go out and listen to that entire album and get the story and follow the concept behind it, not just one song, because there's yeah. a huge children's story to be heard. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yep, yep. The The next is Sparks. Rhythm Thief, I, I have a difficult time trying to wrap my head around Sparks. I, I do think they're really cool, but I have to be in the right mood to listen to them. And I think that this is probably the wrong choice of song again. But I'm really glad you brought them to the show and you helped increase awareness about them. I think they're kind of like the anvil of pop music, just on that edge, but never crossing that line to superstardom. Okay. Then, then you've got Collective Soul, Compliment. Really? Collective Soul, Matt? (laughs) Are you going to
1: give it a compliment there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to give me shit about Coldplay, that's all I'm going to say about Collective Soul. Yeah. And then there's this Paper Tongues Trinity song. This, I think, is just you trying to be impulsive and cool, Matt, by adding something that no one knows. Here it is, people, proof for you. I share a lot of songs that have a wide audience most of the time, but a good song is a good song. And I think sometimes, Matt, you pretend like all the shit out in the open sucks while the good stuff is always hiding underneath a rug somewhere.
1: Uh, I'll half agree with you there. <laughs> because because at least at least uh, regionally here, I heard paper tongues on the radio. Yeah, I'd never heard the song before. So 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 in my in my world, in my world, it's out there. Is it on American Spotify? Oh. you know what I haven't I usually don't look for that because I think the only one I noticed that we had a hard time with well we talked about Neil Young but it was uh the Greg Camp song was Mm -hmm. just
0: ridiculously hard to find anywhere I couldn't find paper tongues on Spotify I do think it was there but I'll talk about that as we get further down the line yep actually if you go to
1: like their Wikipedia page it's that's almost non-existent too (laughs) they do have a Vivo music video up for this song a couple of them yep. yeah for this yep. one and i think going to california was i think their first hit off that album yep but anyway but you know i'm 100 okay with your choices <laughs> wet leg i knew without a doubt after your reaction when i put it on, on a chase
0: lounge, on a chase lounge on and lounge. to be
1: honest you're probably saving everyone from having to skip it <laughs> right take mm-hmm. that phone out of the pocket turn it on and hit that skip button this will be the song <laughs> i look back on and wonder why i was liking it in the first place um, I listened to most of their album that week and I was just getting into the quirkiness of the whole thing. And I chose a song. I thought people would at least listen and go, Oh yeah, that song next, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Harry Nilsson, that one does sting a little bit, but I've added two Nilsson songs to the playlist. Yeah. And I'd much rather keep got to get up. Yeah. Cause I really like that song. Um, and really if in 1971, I think is where I added arrow and he had two albums out in 71 and got to get up was on, was on one of those other albums and yep. had i seen that song first instead of me and my arrow i would have stopped looking at harry Nilsson altogether okay yep you know because that's what i did when i heard me and my arrow <laughs> um, <laughs> but in general i chose the wrong Nilsson song dad in 71 so i'm sorry to see me and my arrow get deleted because i still like it but i have it on another playlist to enjoy there you go and sparks while i really enjoy them they got added in version 2002 and that was not the right album to add a spark song from. I had just come up watching their documentary multiple times and mm-hmm. I was so excited about the band. It's like, I had, you know, Jojo, the circus clown. I just had to talk about, Oh, they've got an on. album in 2002. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we're, and yeah. we're
1: doing 2002 and then, yeah. you know, I just seen the, the documentaries. Um, And when I listened to the playlist though, this song came on once and it's probably because the song on either end of it, it just didn't fit. Right. It it changed the whole flow of it. So that's another one I'll have to enjoy on my own collective soul. Yeah, that's okay. Even if the listeners don't vote it out, we could take that one off and <laughs> just no sweat off my back. Um, paper tongues. They, again, this was my last minute ad completely okay. uh, into uh, 2010. I never felt great about it. I remember when I added it, I said I had no real attachment to it. I should yeah. have paid attention to that feeling Instead, <laughs> I settled and we all paid the price. <laughs> Uh, But if I remember 2010, we were both struggling to find something that we were attached to, to add to the playlist or even really talk about. So, yeah, Paper Tongues, if that one gets the axe, yeah, I'm not going to shed any tears.
0: Yeah, like we said before, I think that one was regionally popular. I I didn't know the song. I, I still think I listened to it on spotify here and it just disappeared because i always try to go and listen to your songs and i've come to you in the past and said mm-hmm. matt this song isn't on spotify i can't add it to the playlist so we'll we'll, we'll go take a look through and see if it's there now <laughs> but as i said if anybody wants to check it out and they don't have another playlist they can still see it on youtube yeah if you're really that curious
1: <laughs> speaking of curious now on to the listeners choices yeah I'll go first. You know, I'm, I may come off as heartless at times. It's because you can't see my face. You can't see the big grin that I have when I make some of my snide comments. It's because I enjoy sarcasm. <laughs> I turn it up to 11. But really, I'm an old softie. So this is a little bit stressful. And, you know, maybe for Jim two, we're not trying to piss anybody off. Right. <laughs> you know, don't take it personal. But if we lose five, you know, at least y'all can lose two. So <laughs> I look, I look at it that way. And just like many of you may struggle with songs that I put on, there are some that I have issues with. Part of me wants to leave everything on because it's like the, you know, I like the dynamics of having different genres and I do enjoy having myself challenged to listen to things that I don't necessarily like, but I see a Coldplay song on there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, perhaps a 15 minute Grateful Dead epic, perhaps even Sia, but nope, Camila Cabello, she's got to go. <laughs> He's got to go. Honorable mention to see you because those two are very similar to me. But I listened to Camilla Cabello and I tapped out about three quarters of the way through. I'm like, no, I can't do it. I just that's, couldn't.
0: That song's Havana, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's your choice from the audience. Yeah. That's gone. So we're going to tell the audience right now that song's coming off. And who knows? I don't really think people are very attached to it. They might like it, but it's definitely not a quintessential pop song of the era. Yeah. I agree with you. So my audience picked to remove, believe it or not, I was very, very close to taking out Madonna's Like a Virgin. Really? Yeah. And I think that song has more popularity because of the epic MTV performance, the music video, her crawling around. And that's really what put that song in people's heads back in the day. Okay. But I don't I don't think it's her best song. And I think when we get to other years, we could find others in her catalog, Express Yourself, Vogue, Like a Prayer, probably a few others we could put on this list. But it's safe for now. I didn't take it off. So it's there. Don't worry. Instead, I'm pulling one of those, I never need to hear this song again tunes. (laughs) So sorry, not sorry, Ed Sheeran. You're a talented guy, but don't sing. Sing has to go. (laughs) (laughs) I, I enjoy watching him. Do the looping stuff. If you ever watch him live on stage when he's doing a concert, it's it's a joy to watch him perform that way. But when he goes into the studio and how he translates it into an absolute pop song on record, I can just tell he's only really trying to sell records and not be as authentic with the music as when you're going to see him play them and perform them make a record of using the loops i'd love for that to come out i'd love to see that
1: yeah why not and i've never listened to any of his albums i've heard plenty of his songs but something tells me i would probably find more gold in some of the you know the b-sides
0: yeah yeah
1: you know because i I find that generally with records anyways but i think if you were to listen to a song of his that's not intentionally crafted to be a hit yep you're going to get more of the original ed sheeran you know that's more true to himself
0: you've talked about this recently about artists who have too much shine too much polish on their songs mm. and i'd love to hear him just a little more raw and not like pharrell got hold of him and produced it and that's really yeah. who, that's who he's worked with <laughs> i think <Pharrell> oh. <laughs> worked on this song sing with him so okay at that's that's out of here
1: awesome so it feels like this should have some kind of buildup of suspension but everyone listening is probably thinking yeah 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 just whatever just get rid of them all (laughs) you know why not just five but we should probably let everybody know what the results are from the group page on facebook of the 10 nominations here are the five songs that are no longer welcome on the jam yearbook playlist
0: the first song yep you're exactly right fish 46 days get out of here it got 17 percent of the vote tied for second most. And I noticed that some people that voted for that song to go probably don't even listen to Fish. They're Vermonters who just probably are annoyed by them <laughs> in one way or the <laughs> other. And just, you know, they, I, there are a lot of people that I know from Vermont who never connected with Fish, And I think it was those yeah. folks who were like, get out of here. And my one deadhead friend who was the very first person to vote that was like, yeah, get that. That's <laughs> so, there we go. Next.
1: All right, the next one to go is Harry Nilsson and Me and My Arrow with 13% of the vote. Yep, yep. After, again, oops, not, go,
0: go yeah, not, yeah, again, uh, I have this in my own collection elsewhere that I can enjoy <laughs> it, so. And a song that I'm never going to need to add to a playlist again, but I put it on this. That's Coldplay, Life and Technicolor 2, and that is tied also for the first bot for 17% with Fish. So it's definitely the haters club for both of them yeah. haters that's, club for men that song's gone
1: yeah what else is gone wet leg shays long with 13 percent of the vote
0: <laughs> doa i love the fact that the audience voted this song without even yeah. putting it onto the list they just kind of do too they they found out that got put on there they're like no get that the yep. fuck out of there <laughs> yeah. that's great get the fuck out yeah see you later <laughs>
1: All right, Jim, what is number five song?
0: Well, I'll have to suck it up and say goodbye to Miley. And we're going to lose party in the USA. And that's fine. I I understand. I think that song probably gets under people's skin. And it could be one of those songs that I maybe discovered late and thought, oh, this is a great pop song. But other people had listened to and had shoved in their face a bazillion times. So get rid of it. It's gone. Yep. And John Mayer was pretty close. But he's still there.
1: He's still there. He's still there. (laughs) it's not a horrible song
0: no and you're right it is no. kind of a lazy tune it i tried yeah. to say it sounded like a like a 1970s am radio song but yep. you know go back and listen to that show and, and you can decide for yourself I think that was 2018 when we talked yeah. about that but yep. so there we go
1: there we go so we have what se- seven songs that have have now been taken off of the jam your playlist yes but fear not We're
0: adding 10 more today right now. We certainly are because (laughs) as a cleanup show goes, we also go back and we take a look at what we might've missed. So we need to do that and get this going. Yeah. All right. So I think I get to go first because you went first the last time. And I am going to start with Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark from 1984. I made a serious mistake by putting Born in the USA on the audience poll and not this one. I think this is the more enjoyable, more popular song today. And it's not to knock Born in the USA as a great song in its own rights. But Dancing in the Dark has been more of a timeless classic, in my opinion. You can still put that on, hop on the dance floor. It, it's Once again, the boss perfectly pens lyrics about lost intimacy and holding together a relationship with no communication of the unhappiness that's being experienced And somehow he turns it into a rock song that you can dance to. He brings Courtney Cox up on stage in the video and they dance together, (laughs) but it's got all these really deep themes behind it. And this was a great song during that time to go back and listen to. We talked about it. We had discussed this song in our chat, but then I think I just completely spaced it when I created the poll. So that has to go up there, Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen.
1: Yeah, I actually thought when we were talking about that this would have been the song you added to the poll, but. That's a tough choice. It is right. And 1984 me that I wanted nothing to do with this song. 2022 me, I can't get enough of it. You know, I didn't get into deep lyrics, you know, back when I was a teenager as much as now. Yep. Um. And I've said it a few times, but I may never have reached this point with Springsteen in general, if we didn't do this, this show. So I put this song on my personal marathon playlist. I really, really love this song. now. Good, good. All right. That's my number one. What is your number one? So my number one, I'm gonna go with Trash Can from Delta Spirit. Uh, this might be the reason I put one as one on my list of five for 2022. When I heard that one, I went back to the Ode to Sunshine album and noticed the change in sound. Mm-hmm. And thanks to that new record, I was reminded of Trash Can. I had that oh shit moment where I'm like, I bet I missed Delta Spirit because I really love this song, Trash Can. This this piano riff it just gets stuck in my head. And of course I had missed it. Yeah. But luckily we got these cleanups where I can add it. So Trash Can, Healthy Spirit.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you added it too. This is another one of those songs that I'm like, oh, here's Matt being cool and putting a song that people might not have heard before on here. But go check this song out. That piano riff is really cool. It's great. And I'm really thankful that you do come up with some of these songs because when we get to my number two, it's definitely something I think everybody has heard (laughs) before. Well, speaking of what, what is your number two? My number two is... Raw bass and DJ Easy Rock, right about now. It Takes Two from 1988. This song was number 118 on Rolling Stone's top 500 songs of all time. It has been considered in the past one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. It has that one-two punch between this song and joy and pain that just got a lot of repeated play from me. And I recently came across a 30th anniversary red vinyl of this remastered for vinyl edition and I had to pick it up. It is, without a doubt, one of my top five hip-hop songs of the 80s. And I talk about how I used to like dancing and Bobby Brown and all of that. And this was one of those songs that when you were into that, you would go out on the dance floor and you could mouth all the words to it. and <laughs> Yeah. In fact, recently, Rob Bass was on that 90s tour that went around, and I think they played at the Champlain Valley Fairgrounds. Oh, cool. And one of my friends sent me the video of them doing this song you know he was like hey, you know jim look it's because that's how much some people know that i i really like this so yeah
1: yep well i still don't know how you didn't add this the first time around this is a Jim jam if i ever heard one Yeah. you know is. this is when hip-hop sounded huge and happy and upbeat you know especially when i think about all the rap that i've been listening to over the last five years where it's a little bit more chilled out yep and mellow you know, but this was really a lot of fun to hear this song again.
0: Yeah. Good ad. And I kind of miss this hip hop music that doesn't have to be edgy. It's not that I, I'm not a prude. I don't mind edgy hip hop. I don't mind the language and the swearing and stuff that goes on and the themes. But I do miss the fact that it seems like if you try to create a song like this now, it's not going to sell because it can't just yeah. be about the good music. It has to actually have something controversial attached to it. Yeah. Or some kind of social commentary. Yeah. So it's just fun. You're right. It's a gym jam. I like that phrase. Yeah, it is. All right. What's your number two?
1: All right. So moving on to my number two is Second Child, Restless Child from the Oh Hellos. Uh, yeah, it's probably an unknown band. I haven't talked about them. But again, it's one of those ones where I was listening to some something current by them. And I'm like, crap, I bet I missed that song because I really love this song. Listeners, you may get tired of me bringing up this obscure stuff, but to me, it, yeah, it's obscure, but it's what I listen to. And I'm I'm going on what I think of a band's popularity level, you know, because I don't really talk to people about music like this, except for Jim. <laughs> I And I found them in my indie phase. So I assume most of those bands are obscure, but I really love the positive tone and Maggie's got a great voice. Yep. they have a really good NPR Tiny Desk concert. If you care to check those out, those are really good. Um, It just speaks to everybody's inner child, how when you're young, you have this boundless energy and the imagination and you don't need anything more to be happy than to just move.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good song. And it's another one of those, what is this when I went to look it up, but you're right. It it does have a real positive tone to it. And for some of that other music that you've played to me from the indie phase, that's really kind of wispy and depressing. This does not have that same feel. So I recommend people go check out Oh Hello. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so what's your number three? My third song that I missed was during the year 1998, and I, I talked about how Space Hog was one of my favorite bands of the 90s, and the song is called Captain Freeman. I kind of lost track of them after this album, so I'm happy that you brought up to me that the two brothers in the band actually went on to create some more music, but I own this CD, and this song got a lot of repeated play. Listen to it go back, let's do it, go back. It's got a <laughs> fun extended drum intro, great guitar riff, and, and playful lyrics, which were typical of them. And there's a breakdown in the middle of it that just has like that disco boogie thing going on. Yeah, It, it just takes the song to a really cool place. Get down. You know, That's what it's saying, that's what it's saying. <laughs> I mean, the album itself, the Chinese album, was actually written to be a soundtrack to a movie. But I don't know if that actually would have worked because it's, I don't know, I guess an undefined concept album. But this song on it is just good fun.
1: Yeah, this is a really cool, fun song. I didn't know this was going to be from a movie. Because the song definitely sounds like it belongs as like a theme song. Yeah, it does. It definitely has that in its vein. So I'm glad you're bringing that uh, to the playlist. Because hey, Space Hog's a good band. Yeah, they are.
0: All right, yeah, they on to your they number three. Forgotten. No, they shouldn't.
1: My number three will be Do the Devil by the Amazing Royal Crowns. There's not, mu- <laughs> there's not much out from this band. This is probably another one that's going to be hard to find. But I found them when I was getting into Reverend Hort Heat and Low Straight Jackets. I think I saw them open up for Reverend one time. They just had that energy, that rockabilly, psychobilly, whatever you want to call it. it. You know, I it's throughout the song, the energy. It's high, it's relentless.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's really cool that you dig music like this. And it it does fit right within that, you know, well of the, you know, the Reverend and lost straight jackets. So it's cool that you brought them to the show because it's nice to get something new. That's not from just those bands. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on to your number four. All right. Number four, it's story time. The, The song is the flaming lips. Turn it on. It's from 1993. I was really into this album. My friends and I in Bennington, we sat around and listened to it quite a bit in in our apartment. And I went to Lollapalooza in 1994. The Verve were playing on the second stage. It was very early in their career, but I'd heard an EP of theirs, so I knew who they were. I went over to kind of check them out. In the middle of their set, one of those raging late afternoon thunderstorms came ripping through the area. There was lightning and everything had to stop. The Verve actually got shut behind a curtain and they kept playing and they got had to get turned off by the sound people, <laughs> which, which was cool. It was a good concert moment. Everyone ran for cover, but I was late finding a place to get out of the rain, so I got soaked through. I realized there was an opportunity, though. The Flaming Lips were on next. And I was, like I said, really into this album. So I went straight to the front gate, right at the stage, and stood there and waited out the storm. Lightning, thunder, rain coming down on me. <laughs> <laughs> and and like these storms in the Northeast, the sun came out and it was a brilliant, hot summer day. Ten minutes later, the Flaming Lips came out. They took the stage and they put on a great set. And towards the end of the set, Wayne Coyne was given a dozen roses. He threw 11 of them out to the audience. And then with the last one, he said, no, I'm keeping this one for myself. I got one of the roses that he threw to the audience. And to this day, I don't know how I did it. I must have had somebody hold on to it for me during some moments because I managed to keep it safe the rest of the night through the Smashing Pumpkins and the Beastie Boys, and I got home with it. I dried it, and I hung it on my wall, and it stayed there until I moved out of Bennington. I, I really love this album, and this song is a great introduction to it and to the Flaming Lips. It's just messy, fun rock and roll. Wow.
1: Way to make it hard for me to dislike a song. <laughs> wrapped it up in a story i've struggled with the flaming lips they're mostly the early stuff outside of a couple songs i did enjoy this one because i haven't heard it in so long and it's strange because if a band sounds this unique i'm usually all over it but 10 years later when they come out with something like Yoshimi, you know i'm on board completely yeah with the flaming lips you know yeah. he, i think just over time you know he was able to control his voice yep. more yeah um but you know dummy me. I don't know him. He could have been singing like that on purpose
0: because it suited where they were. This is where I sound like an idiot to music snobs because I love the Flaming Lips and I loved Radiohead, both when they were starting out within their first couple of albums. But I think within their trajectory, they just got too smart and too polished. And I lost that edge that was there. And You know, everything went melodic and and, and left being rock and roll. And I liked that rock and roll side of them more than I liked what came down the line.
1: Yes. With those two bands, especially in maturing, it sounds like more thought went into the music and less rock and roll attitude.
0: Yeah. But here's a spoiler. When we get to the 2010s, I may just bring the Flaming Lips and Miley Cyrus together on an album to the show oh yeah you would yeah you i would will you better be ready for it <laughs> <laughs> all right what's your number Thanks four? For the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha fired <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my number
1: four is going to be follow you to virgie by tyler childers from 2014 uh this song isn't on any studio albums it's on a live ep um the melody it's memorable of a couple rolling Stones songs but the conviction he sings about laying his friend's grandmother at rest is it's incredible yeah it's one of those songs that sticks with you for a while you know it can hit you in the heart um this is another song i got from my kids you know it's not all rap with them but uh i made sure to ask owen this week i'm like what is that what is that uh virgie song that you listen to and he was like oh tyler Childers." so i had to look it up and luckily boom it was a year we had we had covered so i was able to sneak it in here on the cleanup yeah, I
0: you had changed your mind, as Matt often does people. He's, oh, I picked this song, and at the yep. last minute, he lets me know, no, I've changed it to something else. And so I was walking into work, and I was listening to it, and I was mesmerized by it. And good on your kids for being into this kind of music. That's fantastic. They've got great taste. It's a really good song. It kind of reminded me, I think, of The Faces' Ooh La La. It had that feel yes. to it. But without ripping it off, without having a, a, you know, a a copycat moment. It just, there are songs that have vibes a certain way. So happy to have this on the playlist. I'll look forward to this every time it comes up. Cool. All right. So what is your last song? My last song, I'm going to go back to 1995. You added Lump by the Presidents of the United States of America. I need to add Peaches. I actually wanted to add this in 1995, but I thought I'd wait until we reached a cleanup. I think both of those songs deserve to be on this playlist. It's such a great song. It's it's once again, fun, playful rock. And I hear it on the radio over here once in a while. (laughs) And I'm just kind of like, why am I hearing Peaches by Presidents of the United States here in Scotland? (laughs) But it just goes to show it's one of those songs that when it connects to the right audience, it'll stand the test of time. It means that there are other people out there that are still loving it.
1: I struggled with which one to add in 1995. So I'm really happy you're putting it on the playlist now. Something that got really old in the nineties were alt bands always having to interject humor yeah. into their songs. Yep. But the presidents are the exception to that rule. I don't mind when it came from them because it, everything they did just, it was special. It was different.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: the presidents, you know? So this is one of those songs that I don't care if it stays around forever. No,
0: and I and I hope it does. It's a good good song. Yeah. So that's my last song, my number five. So, Matt, what is your final song? Oh, well, you know, I
1: I decided that our playlist doesn't have enough prints. <laughs> <laughs> of <laughs> if course. That's possible. Of course. So I'm gonna to go to 1980 and Dirty Mind. I came really close to putting this in my five for version 1980 and in uh, one of the other cleanups. I backed off because I don't know everybody's tolerance for Prince outside of purple rain and, mm-hmm. you know, 1999. And I had added his song kiss before we did 1980. Yep. And I, you know, when I knew coming up, I was going to have a lot of Prince coming on, but I can't deny how much I love this song. And I wanted to Jim to have to look at that album cover. It's a, it's a little uncomfortable, Um, but you know, play this song loud on a big stereo and get the subwoofer pumping or some really good headphones. The beat is, is quite hypnotizing.
0: Yeah. I'm not surprised that you put a Prince song on. I'm actually trying to find the album cover right now. And for some reason. Oh, you
1: hadn't looked at it yet. I had. Well, you should I, I watch forgot. the video for this song
0: then. He does the video in that outfit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that album cover with me. I, I really appreciate that. There's nothing better than getting to uh, catch Prince in, in a Speedo. I'm sure he was about to go for a swim. <laughs> or something. Yeah. And it's the long jacket and the thigh high boots and watch the video for,
1: for uh, dirty mind and you'll get to see him prance around it.
0: Is he advertising the banana hammock?
1: I don't know. <laughs> but just listen to the song. It's really cool. Song.
0: It is a good song. Actually. I have heard the song before. And, <laughs> and I, it's not surprising that you put a Prince song on here. And I wouldn't be surprised if at some point you realize there was another one. Prince is one of the greatest artists of all time. And oh, yeah. I think within our generation, We're not really going back into the 60s and 50s. And I think if we dug back into those years and had songs we bring onto the show, we'd have a Beatles song every other week. Oh, definitely. Or something, you know, something like that. So it'd be the Beatles and the Doors and the Stones and the Who. Yeah, yeah. We'd always go back to some of that classic stuff. And to me, Prince is the classic music from our generation. So it's a good choice. So that's it. Yeah, we're all done. Yeah, that is the cleanup done. We are sorry, audience, not sorry, if you are unhappy with the choices of what we removed of yours. And hey, we're being cool about, you know, what you picked off the list from us. I, maybe you Boy. would have been crueler if we actually polled the audience and gave them the choice of the entire playlist.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that would take more time to kind of put that together. So I think it was wise mm-hmm. the way that we did yeah. it. And, <laughs> and it was nice to see feelings are not are not too hurt between the two of us no neither no, one no. of us are really arguing about it so that's fine so matt okay. now is the time where you get to tell us where we're going next so where are we going after this we
1: are going to go to the beautiful and lovely year of 1989 Ah, oh, that'll be great
0: that's the year you graduated high school
1: it is yeah, it is yeah. and if my recollection is correct there's a lot of music i was listening to back
0: then oh well we would have been listening to pretty much everything oh, out there during my that time. god yeah,
1: yeah it's gonna be one of those years where it's hard to get
0: through it all yep yep i'm, I'm looking forward to going and digging in because yeah. i definitely had a lot of music in my life in 1989 so that would mm, be great definitely so 1989 we're going back what were we 16 17 years old in that time yeah 18 yep yep 18 so fantastic Awesome, right. Matt I wrapped up the uh, last show So it's your turn to wrap up yep, this bye. one bro.
1: So yeah thanks again Everyone for tuning in we hope you enjoyed Listening to the show as much as we enjoy Making it Jim another great time Chatting with you as always yes And we will talk to you next Time when we do version 1989 See you later everyone Peace love and podcast